1: LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
2: Um, John, yeah, mate. I just did a podcast, right? With, what? Who, um, hey, what? I just produced a podcast. Oh, fine. And a guy on it was a breathing expert. Um, he's worked with Wim Hof. You know Wim Hof, the Iceman? I've
0: heard of Wim Hof. Yeah, he's one of the people I follow on Twitter. Y- he- oh,
2: yeah, as I scandalously revealed in a previous episode. <laughs> uh, if you're new to the show or uh, forgotten uh, in an episode recently, I think the Jason Reed episode, um, for my great intro that I always do for John, I went through the... He follows two hundred people on Twitter, and I went through them. and to Shocking results. You won't believe the third one on the list.
0: Nice.
2: Podcast clickbait. No one's done podcast clip, but yeah, I'm going to start doing it. <laughs> you won't believe what happens in minute 17 of that podcast. <laughs> yeah, but I... so I'm a breathing guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And he taught me a breathing technique to get energised. Go on. Do you want to do it?
0: Yeah, sure.
2: Okay. I'm going to talk you through this now, like... I'm a fully trained breathing guy and also confession when I I saw confession when I saw that on the sheet that they booked a breath guy I thought he was going to be talking about halitosis and I thought I'd have even more tips for you (laughs) but no he was doing breathing uh, so what we're going to do, John, and yeah. if you're listening at home, mm. uh, you can do this as well. We're going to do 60 seconds of energising breathing. 60 seconds? Um, yeah, but we'll, we'll cut it down. Okay, what you'll do good. what you'll do here when you edit it yeah. is you'll do the start and the end breath, but you and I are going to do it for 60 seconds, okay? Um, <laughs>
0: so to the listener, it's going to sound like we've just gone...
2: <sighs> yeah, exactly, but we'll be so fucking energised, they'll know something's <laughs> happened. Um, right, I'm, I'm going to be get, a fun nut. Right, so you go, you do three sharp intakes in your nose, like, and you go, <sighs> sigh... And you just keep going <laughs> for
0: a minute. It's
2: gonna, gonna be the worst thing I've ever. You're gonna been feel part of. high on life. Are You ready? Yeah. One, sure. two, three. <sighs> we can stop there. That's twenty odd seconds. That's fine.
0: Twenty seconds. It uh, felt like three minutes. Do you feel great? Oh, I feel different.
2: When we were doing it, and he was like coaching us, he was like, yeah. "Don't worry, you're not gonna hurt yourself. You can breathe like this for hours." And I thought, fuck! Imagine <laughs> you- I'd rather die than have to breathe like that for hours. What a mad thing to say. <laughs> disgraceful. Anyway, if you're listening to this on your commute in, you've just energised yourself and you're going to have a great day. If you listen to it before you go to bed and you've done that...
0: Bad choice. You're not sleeping,
2: you're not sleeping. If you're listening
0: to this podcast before going to sleep, I would say you shouldn't be sleeping anyway because of the hilarity. The electric
2: chat. (laughs)
0: That should have been the name of the podcast. Electric
2: chat. That's going to be our spin-off project. (laughs) Welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user generated movie creation podcast. We're energized, John and I, because of that breathing exercise. Um, we're feeling alive, we're feeling vibrant. It's Friday afternoon, everyone's very excited. I've just eaten some sweet popcorn. I just had a glass of um, Dubonnet. John's had a Dubonnet. Uh, now a few things a few points there. we interestingly, we've started the podcast halfway through the intro, so but the Sorry. intro will also come later on. We're mixing up the form, we're way? playing with it. We're playing we're we're like nearly two years into this. And and also, fuck you, we can do what we like as an intro, <laughs>
0: can't we? Yeah. You wait you till minute. This? You wait till minute three of. The I mean, music.
2: our editor's going to kill us. <laughs> yeah, you just wait. Anyway, so we're all feeling very energized. Anyway, you know the Dream Factory. The rules are simple. Every episode, you send us film ideas. We send us film ideas, and we discuss them. And we uh, to much hilarity. I would say most mm. of the time but only one idea each episode can be taken to the next stage whereupon it will be our final idea for 12 months as the Dream Factory podcast serves a podcast transfer window ban I'm Joel a man who puts the Y in Jamera Why As you wear all of those silly hats and across from me is John Harris a man so concerned about the thinning of his hair that he started passing by his local stables in the dead of night and taking cuttings from unsuspecting thoroughbreds John do you deny it? <laughs> No Would you rather be bald Or have a horse's hair <laughs>
0: Tweet rather. us Horse's head
2: Ah <laughs> oh, great <laughs> That's hair all over The energy's high John let's, <laughs> let's keep it high Let's keep it alive Let's keep it locked in And loaded Give me a film idea
0: This one comes from No I'm not going to do that one That will bring the energy Way down This one comes from Friend of the pod Stu Oh hello Stu And recent recipient Of Picture of Me
2: Uh, Yeah, so listeners of the podcast, (laughs) you guys, uh, (laughs) that's a good point. Whenever they say listeners of the show, they're only addressing listeners of the show, aren't they? You. Yeah, last week I drew a little sketch of John, and we said that the first person to tweet us the word biscuit would be sent the drawing, and that's happened, and now it's in County Armagh in Northern Ireland.
0: There you go. Framed and on a mantelpiece. That's
2: pretty exciting, I think.
0: Yeah. Brexit Ralph. Have we not done that before? We've
2: done it before, yeah.
0: Ah, well, then let's just move on. But thank you, Stu. This one from (laughs) Alec. Attila, Queen of the Desert. Attila the Hun is Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Do you know anything about either of these reference points?
2: I know about the Hun.
0: Okay, cool. So Priscilla, Queen of the Desert is an Australian film about drag queens, but that's all I know as well.
2: What do you know about Attila? Oh, no, I know about Genghis Khan.
0: Yeah, that's a thing. I mean...
2: Sorry, guys. That's... I'm always getting them confused. 2019. Are you getting them confused? It's not
0: very woke of you to get them confused. I would say.
2: What, so what's the thing that you get confused confused with all the time?
0: Well In general. Yeah. Attila the Hun and Genghis Khan. No,
2: but similar to that. What are things that you think are the same but aren't?
0: Football and rugby.
2: <laughs> Imagine. Attila the Hun and Genghis Khan. Good. Okay. So I assume Attila the Hun was some sort. He led some sort of empire. Yeah. Were they Hungarian? I'm gonna have a wild stab in the dark.
0: Yeah. This is good this is good
2: so he was a hungarian attila yeah <laughs> what is attila Ah,
0: oh. attila's part of a boat isn't it
2: mm, no that's a sail
0: uh yeah sorry i get those mixed up a lot like that's attila a, that's Gays. a rudder
2: <laughs> um was his name attila or was he attila oh you wh- can till the fields can't you
0: attila sounds like a, a slang word for like someone who works in at a the shop tils. yeah oh yeah i attila
2: That's good. Someone who is a long-lost descendant of Attila the Hun is working in, I don't know, Safeways. This film's set in the 90s.
0: (laughs) What happened to Safeways?
2: Uh, It was bought by Morrisons. Good info. Yeah, because there was one in Strood and it shut down. (laughs) <laughs> and briefly became a netto and then was knocked down. A netto? And next to it is an Audi. Sh- mate, the town of Strood has had, I reckon it's had every supermarket. It's, I can't, it's unbelievable.
0: I don't even have a frame of reference for a netto.
2: I think it's mostly a northern thing. It's basically the Audi of the north. But then I don't think it is anymore. <laughs> the- what I know about netto is they pay a very, they paid, they were one of the first supermarkets to pay the living wage. Oh. So shout out to netto. Big up, Neta. I just raised my fist in solidarity with Neta. I think that kind of covers Attila the Hun, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert.
0: Yeah. What about this one from Rachel? Crystal Maze Runner.
2: Nice. Okay. The
0: twist is it turns out that it's not a dystopian future at all, but an elaborate set for the 90s game show.
2: Or maybe one day they just got, these contestants just got left there. So. In the Crystal Maze.
0: They just all went home.
2: The whole crew went home on the last episode.
0: Left the team in
2: and left a team in there and they built they formed a whole society around where they where they were they thought all there was was the crystal maze
0: what's your what's your knowledge on crystal maze
2: it's um, a part of your childhood uh, ish yeah weirdly not as big as
0: part of fort boyard same but i think that's i thought i was a, a, a attributing that to my frenchness but apparently you why
2: why cuz it's got a french dirty show. den in it no fort a, Boyard's not a french show uh, give me a break
0: the dirty den version is a british version of the french format it's well, like it's like a reverse deal or no deal what was it originally called <laughs> what do you think it was called i don't
2: know le fort boyard wow <laughs> that's
0: called, just called fort did, it boyard. Have a,
2: did it have a tiger in it with the gold at the end as well
0: yeah and the uh the and same dirty den and the, what's no.
2: dirty den in french
0: no um it had like a same old wizard man it had lots of it had a, you
2: know the people with the keys oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i think See, it was I'm the a- same
0: ones they're probably french because they didn't speak did they so I think it was they were friends.
2: Oh, they got work for a long time. Exactly. They did every international version of Fort Boyard. Probably. They're probably still doing it now. Yeah. I had a meeting at a production company a little while ago, um, and they were about to do Shipwrecked, and they said that the islands that Shipwrecked are on. Yeah. They just go and like tout them out as these islands for reality TV, and they've built these islands for reality TV, and they'll go to these like major conferences, and it'll be like you know a Japanese game show. Go, yeah, we will buy it for a month in July, and then Shipwreck moves in, and then someone else moves in. It's the same island. Yeah, it's oh. all the same island. Reality isn't that crazy? Yeah, isn't that quite cool? Yeah. Oh,
0: uh, but I assume that all like
2: shipwrecked. It's like a film too. studio, isn't it?
0: It's not like you know when it's when it's the Japanese game show. It's not the Japanese game show where they eat things and it's potentially chocolate or it's potentially a doorknob. It's <laughs> it's still island based stuff, it, right? They don't, don't
2: just... You could do that on an island. <laughs> That's where the, the, the setting of that one doesn't sound particularly important. <laughs> Like the famous slippery <laughs> s- stairs.
0: That would be good though. It's shipwrecked. but some of the coconuts are made out of chocolate and you've just got to find them.
2: That would be great. That would be great. And some of them are made out of just like MDF. Um, <laughs> when I was in Japan, the yeah. telly is, it is like, you know, you think when you're here, you think, oh, we just get sent the maddest stuff. Yeah. No, it's constantly mad. Oh, that's so it's ridiculous. mad at any time of day. Ma- like completely mad at any time of day. At one point, we turned it on and when, when there should be be adult programming it was a children's program around an animated uh, wrapping backpack but rapping... it was like animation within the real world and the so backpack the... just kept rapping in Japanese
0: so it's like who framed Rod- Roger Rabbit but the bag is animated
2: yeah <laughs> it's so good at one point you know the footballer Neymar was just up against like a hundred kids at challenges and he did not know where he was <laughs> it was like Neymar can you kick down a drone before these hundred kids eat you alive you
0: know that famous uh, question that we did a bit about a while back yeah it, so it's a hundred it? kids or yeah. Neymar.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's basically every Japanese TV show. Yeah, it, it's great. Can't recommend it highly. First
0: enough. to eat a Vienetta, probably a hundred kids. I don't know. First to do a hundred keepy
2: uppies. Yeah, but each kid would only have to do one. <laughs> well,
0: wait, there's, there's new they have a here. ball each. They have a ball each. Yeah, and they just had to kick up near once. Yeah. They <laughs>
2: but they're idiots. They're blindfolded. Yeah, um, and Neymar's got an extra leg.
0: So actually 99 of the kids kick it the first time and one misses immediately and then the kids screwed.
2: Well, they can have another go, can't they? But they're all blindfolded. Exactly, so they're, so trying, they're,
0: trying, to to they're the... trying to find the
2: balls. That sounds great. <laughs> and Neymar's just there jet lagged in the corner repeatedly <laughs> doing kick-ups. Honestly, he, he looked like he'd just been flown into this TV set, told to take just like go with it for an hour, Neymar, and then you can go, you can go back home to Paris. Anyway, I think that's... Um, Crystal Maze Runner. Crystal Maze Runner. Would you like one from me? Yes. This is from Tom. Who Tom's been a um, a regular contributor. Friend. And friend of the show. Still no enemies, um, just,
0: just for the record. You're, yeah, yet to you're have a nemesis. To apply.
2: We'll take you down. This is uh, one of those BBC news stories that oh, yeah, turn yeah, it into yeah, a film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the news story was just that uh, Facebook have appointed a fake news regulator. And Tom sent us the film pitch. This summer, Matt Damon is... The fake news regulator.
0: Oh, nice. It's quite good, isn't yeah. it? I like the casting. I feel like we don't get people giving us casting enough. I, f- I like that. It gives us a bit of a drive so
2: direction. The regulator, you can imagine that being like his cool name. Yeah. You? So, it's like a sp- cool spy name.
0: So he's doing an office job looking after fake news at Facebook in the day. And then he's creating fake news at night. It's like a cottage industry. Nice. Because
2: he, with- he earns it on a... Uh, Story-by-story story story basis. Yeah, yeah.
0: He's on commission one story at a time.
2: And his fake news has to get wilder and wilder as time goes by.
0: Yeah. He does it with a gun. Because Although Matt Damon's not a really gun kind of guy. Have you seen the Bourne films? Apart from the Bourne
2: Have films. you seen that one that isn't a Bourne film that basically is, but in a war? The Green Zone? The Green Book? <laughs> the Green Mile? Green Hornet?
0: The Green Zone sounds like a thing from Mario.
2: No. Oh, uh, Sonic. Sonic. Safari Zone. No, that's Pokemon. Zone nightclub uh, a previously open but now shut down nightclub in Medway anyway Matt Damon fake news regulator
0: yeah and and is what's hap- what's the big like twist and what's the kind of like he's everything's going fine he's getting more and more successful he's contributing to the fake news but also taking it down in the day and they think he's so bloody good at it because obviously he's he knows how to find it because he put it there
2: put it there exactly
0: i assume the the like bit three quarters of the way through is that there's there's like evidence that he's going to get caught
2: yeah but at the end the twist is that zuckerberg knew all along that it was him have you got another one
0: what about this one from Jason? The never, ever, 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 ever-ending story.
2: Isn't that a bit of a Kanye West song? Is it? No. Forever, ever, forever. Can you read that in the style of Kanye West doing diamonds of forever, please?
0: The never, ever, 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 ever. Ever, ever. but that's he's doing a bit on outcast isn't he kind of the, yeah yeah, so. yeah i guess so anyway and then um 76 the producer commented never ending story runtime 1 hour 47 minutes
2: yeah but that's not fair because the story never ends we just see 1 hour 47 minutes of it <laughs> that world exists before and after that
0: so what you're saying is the never never ending ever, ever ever ending story is actually the one that already exists yeah so it's
2: life guys
0: what about this one from emma the cider mouse rules Never seen the original film, so I imagine it's about a permanently tanked, probably dropping out of college rodent, but he rules. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's put the like rock, the rock fingers emoji. Oh, cool! A mouse emoji and some beer emojis.
2: Nice, nice. Okay, so a drunk mouse. It's a bit like Ratatouille, but he hasn't really got any skill apart from drinking Scrumpy Jack. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If you saw uh, a mouse down a pint of cider, you'd be impressed,
2: right? Oh yeah, I'd be really impressed. Oh, a was- pint. I was really... How much fluid can there be in a mouse? Imagine how bloated it would be after that. Be... Co- would I be impressed? It would be like you drinking a water butt full of cider. <laughs> Wouldn't it? You've got a water butt. I bet you've got a water butt.
0: What the flip is a water butt? Don't you know, mate? I don't know why I censor uh, myself.
2: It's a big bum-shaped no contraption way. that you have in your garden. It's not shaped like a bum. Oh. But it's like a big barrel that siphons water that overflows from your drainage. Yeah. And you use it to water your plants and such. The Water Butt. This podcast is sponsored by Water Butt.
0: Sorry to move on so quickly from Emma's, but uh, this is the the, the big bums thing is relevant. So I'm going to move to this one from Lem. Baby drivers got back.
2: (laughs) I really like. So it's, Pull up to my bumper, baby. Okay.
0: So, so it's it's the film Baby Driver. Yeah. But the cars that he has to drive have to be specially fitted out for his massive ass.
2: Big ass. <laughs> That's great. That's really good. What's the name of the Aladdin it again? It's, the actor. Oh, Ansel Elgort. Ansel Elgort becomes method and he gets silicon implants ass. he gets he gets a massive ass for this role um you hear about christian bale putting on weight that's nothing compared to what Ansel got so willing to do for a part he uh he grows his ass to the size never before seen on a human but the rest of him stays exactly the same yeah
0: so is it implants or is it squats that's uh, what it's the both. press will be saying
2: yeah it's actually one of each in each cheek <laughs> And there's lots of airbag jokes.
0: Oh, no. Nice. Of course there are. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I think maybe at one point they hide all the cash in his ass. <laughs> what? It just it's silicon, so they don't, you can't feel anything. There's a big flap they pull down, <laughs> pop all the cash in. Oh. And they're like, well, what's the problem, officer? She's just a big bummed dude. <laughs> hmm? Don't judge. Don't yeah. judge everyone. Oh, that's very rude of you, officer, <laughs> actually. Yeah. He's got a massive arse. They, they how would you accommodate a massive arse in a car? You'd probably just take the seat out. There's enough padding to have your own seat, I imagine.
0: Wow, this is a really big ass.
2: Yeah, how big are you... Th- how Now, talk to me about how big you're imagining the arse. Because what I've got in my head is ludicrous. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like, it can't fit through doors. Every door in their hideout's got a special cutout section around the arse.
0: And everyone else in the getaway vehicle has to sit on the other side of the car. To so counter the weight.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm way ahead of you, mate. <laughs> Especially we, that cash in it.
0: <laughs> we turns corners. It's like sparks. That's coming. where
2: they're saying an arseful of cash comes from.
0: Hansel Elgot.
2: Yeah. Oh, how much they pay you for that job. An arseful. <laughs> you never heard that before?
0: No, because you just made it up. Mm, did I tweet us? <laughs> Start using it in day-to-day language <laughs> and see if we can get an arseful of cash.
2: They try, yeah, like if you guys are at a particularly expensive coffee shop, they try to charge me an arseful for this cappuccino. Uh, it could be a new thing maybe we're innovators
0: <laughs> well, maybe hmm? we're definitely innovators Joe yeah we are it's just whether what we're making is needed is the question That's like,
2: no one ever says that about the innovators <laughs> yeah. they just get praised for innovating
0: <laughs> yeah
1: a lot can happen in three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: Have you got another film idea?
0: Can I just say, Joe, you're doing doodles. We're not sending them to listeners anymore. This is all over. Yeah. Stu got the pet picture of me. Do you not think
2: that will ever happen again? Maybe. One what more. about when this podcast is like 20 years old? Nah. We'll be nearly 50.
0: What about this one from Bark D, The Full Montgomery? I assume Monty Burns from, uh, from... Why did you assume that? Mr. Burns. Oh, because she told me that's what it was. <laughs> what other Montgomery is it?
2: Colin the place Montgomery, in Ameri- the golfer? The that's pla- what I thought of.
0: The, there's a place in America called Montgomery, right?
2: Mount Montgomery. Mount
0: Montgomery. Yeah. Yeah, um, the one the president's on. Uh,
2: Mon- there is an episode of The Simpsons where Monty Burns gets naked, so I feel like they've already done that.
0: Because he's got the alien
2: uh, glow. No, oh, he gets painted. painted. Marge what? paints him nude.
0: Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, does a portrait painting? I yeah. thought he got like body paints. Oh,
2: that'd be sexy. <laughs> Wouldn't take much. He's such a f- thin, fragile man. He hasn't. He hasn't got back. <laughs> you could probably stick him in Anthony his ass. <laughs> fucking... What about this? This is from a friend of the pub, Mark. "Strand by Me." Okay. So, look. Let me tell you why that's fun. <laughs> He's uh, Mark, and I are from the same town.
0: Oh, Mark! I know Mark.
2: And. What's interesting about that, he, he wasn't a friend prior to this. He's a friend of the pod. Yeah. We existed in the same town, but we didn't mix in the same circles. Oh, um, it's like Romeo Juliet. We were Gillespie. probably actually in rival gangs. Yeah. It's not like Romeo and Juliet because they get together. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. saying I don't know who this man is. Oh, sorry. Well, I haven't seen him through a fish tank <laughs> yet. Anyway, the Strand is a local leisure centre. And we've covered a lot of Medway's leisure centres on the podcast. It's, it's amazing there's any left. <laughs> but the Strand is arguably the, the epitome and also the whatever the opposite of epitome is.
0: I don't know. This is the first time in the podcast where uh, both, the film You've I- given up hope. both the film idea mm-hmm. and Joel going off on a tangent about his childhood are the same thing.
2: Yeah, that's true. It's amazing. Well done. Well, that's kind of where this has been going, isn't it? Yeah. Should we just shut up shop now? <laughs> we've both... Uh, we've No, we've both earned an arseful of cash out of this. We might as well just <laughs> wrap it up. Anyway, The Strand... The Strand, I don't, this look, this could be a unifying thing for people listening. They might have had one of these when they were a kid. Uh, It was like this, it was sort of on the river, um, but it's the estuary, so it's quite a big bit of river. You can see Essex over the way, but don't let that put you off. And it had sand pits, it had like a lazy river you could go to, it had a pitch and putt. It was like the go-to place.
0: I know you said Sand Pits, but I heard Sam Pitts, and it sounds like a roll dial character.
2: He ran it. Sam Pits. He, he sold the ice cream.
0: He was called Sam Pitts, but he was also really smelly, which was convenient.
2: It was handy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you have anywhere like that you used to go as a kid? Hang out? Yeah. Well, Where did you hang out as a kid? Where it. did you hang out as a kid? Parks. Yeah? There's a park behind my house. What was it called? Question. Oh, mate. You never went to that park. What did you call it? The park. The park. The wreck. We called it the, the wreck. wreck. Everyone's got a wreck. Oh, now you're on board with me. Wreck it, Ralph! But it's set in a <laughs> big childhood park.
0: Yeah, we called it the wreck. Yeah, it was yeah. behind the house.
2: What did you do there?
0: um So there was like a little wooded bit behind it. So you'd kind of go there and throw cry. stones. Cry. You'd go there
2: and cry <laughs> where everyone was playing football in the wreck. What would you throw stones at? Your feelings.
0: At other stones. Yeah. Isn't it weird that like, and then I'd go home and stand in the garden and play swing ball by myself.
2: No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I would. You've got two brothers.
0: Yeah, but I didn't like playing against. Were well, they also playing their own swing to balls? It really hard. Did around, you have three so. swing
2: balls in the garden and all three of you were playing on your own?
0: <laughs> no. Uh,
2: uh, uh isn't it weird that like boys just throw stones at each other and stuff? Yeah, it's kind of mad, mm. but also really exciting. <laughs> more of it. I can encourage more of it.
0: What are we talking about? Just strand, strand by strand me. Strand
2: me. Uh, And imagine that place, but they find a dead body there. Right, uh, Jonathan, <laughs> have you got another
0: film? Yeah, what about this one from Con? Tinker, Taylor, Soldier, Queer Eye. Perfect. Yeah? Yeah. Look. Who's going to be the best spy out of them? I would say Jonathan's going to be a bad spy.
2: Oh, is that how you imagine it? Yeah. I was thinking that. British buyers have been dressed so badly for so long.
0: They dress quite well.
2: Yeah, yeah. I didn't mean badly. I meant the same.
0: Oh, fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're it's dressed, getting stale. They're famously
2: dapper. Yeah, yeah. It's just a. It's bit. getting stale. They need freshening up, and also they don't talk about their problems enough.
0: Mm, they need. <laughs> I have just got an idea of like a really uptight Gary Oldman and yep. like caramo in a car <laughs> trying to talk about their feelings. No,
2: that'd be great.
0: Toxic masculinity and all that. Yeah, jazz. exactly. I'd be there for it. <laughs> and then by the end, the whole of the British Secret Service is wearing like. Floral print uh, white shirts with a French tuck,
2: and they're just and they're so happy. They're, <laughs> but then the entirety of the British Secret Service falls in on itself. Um, <laughs> but they're happy, so. But exactly, that's the most important thing, I think.
0: Yeah, I'd say that's a good
2: message. Uh, James Bond can't survive in an age of ta- toxic masculinity. That seems to be the problem, doesn't it? The script has been written five times. Well, Have you I... seen the like everything that's going on about James Bond this week?
0: Yeah, isn't it called Shatterhand?
2: I'll get into that. <laughs> but they keep bringing in writers to salvage it. What? What? Like? What's the, what's the original script? They've had so many people write on it. It's now been announced. It's called Shatterhand, which like apparently it's a Dream Factory. Yeah, I mean, oh. It is, isn't it? Apparently, that's in a book. That's how everyone's justifying it. It doesn't justify it. It sounds like shitting on a hand. <laughs> it's so rubbish.
0: It sounds like he's shitting on a woman's hand, shat her hand.
2: I didn't think of that. Like whatever are into, mate. We're not. True. We're not here to judge. Between two we're consulting, and ju- consult- consulting,
0: <laughs> Consenting. interesting. Um, <laughs> I, I consult know. on sh- hand shitting. What it, can I say? It reminds
2: me a lot of the time. Have I ever told this story about when I didn't have any loo roll? No. So well, that's, that's what it reminds me of. Hand. I didn't shit on my hand, but I ended up with shit on my hand. Maybe I'll talk about it in the uh, at the end of the podcast. Great. I um, guess. Stay tuned. Have we got uh, Pip's Corner? Is that still running?
0: Yeah. to Pips. This week's Pipity Pip is pun-ish. Uh,
2: so I guess uh, I thought you were saying it was like... <laughs> It's a punish. None I was waiting for the title, but it's no. punish. Yeah. We're we're scraping the bottom of Pip's barrel here, aren't we? There can't be many left. <laughs> What's that? You I can't... can't. An idea isn't just putting breaks in a film title.
0: No, but it's like ish. It's like um, the Punisher. Is oh, his like punishments are a bit rubbish. Well, he's just like he can't commit to anything. He's like, how of, should oh, I should I he sh-
2: ground someone? Yeah. Okay, that's good. I like that. Grounds Yeah. So his punishments aren't as severe as killing them. He's dishing out punishments left, right, and centre, but they're not death.
0: Oh, I don't think anyone outside of a parent has the uh, the right to ground someone.
2: <laughs> oh, so you're telling me if the Punisher came around and told you not to leave your bedroom for a week, you'd disobey that, would you? Is that what you're saying? If a superhero came around to your house and said, John, if you leave your bedroom in a week, I'll murder you. You go, only Mum and Dad can say that to me. <laughs> Is that what you do?
0: So you're to... wrong, aren't you? Yeah, fine. You're wrong. Yeah, yeah. If,
2: if Theresa May knocked at your door and said that Her Majesty's <laughs> Government demand that you stay in your flat for a fortnight, yeah, well, you'd leave the flat?
0: I'm more likely to than if Punisher told me to, let's be fair. That's
2: in, uh, well, all right, Elect Punisher in the next general election. I, think. <laughs> I mean, he's out of work. Netflix have cancelled his series. A career in politics beckons. <laughs> I would vote No, for... you can't imagine people were electing a former TV star into a position of power. Can no. You? Satire. Good bit of satire, that. So that was a... Uh, were you ever grounded as a kid?
0: Um, was I ever grounded I as don't a think kid? I was. I I no, think I was threatened
2: with it a few times.
0: Punishments in my house were more like, n- you can't play the N64.
2: Oh, for, for yeah, because that's the problem. You couldn't really ground you because you're, you're probably in all the time anyway, playing your video game.
0: <laughs> yeah. They, they like...
2: were like, well, you're going to have to go out. Yeah. If you do that again, you're going outside. Yeah. You're going to have to I, make I friends. I can change. <laughs> I, uh, I'd love to have been grounded, so then I could have made a ladder out of my bedsheets and climbed out the window. <laughs> oh. I'd done it even if I lived on the ground floor.
0: I remember one time uh, when I was like a a, a later teenager, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, like maybe like 16, 17. Me and some mates went out, and one of them literally p- pretended to go to bed and then snuck out of no the window and out on a night with us, and I was like, I didn't do that because my parents were like pretty chill. But the idea that I was with someone who was like basically yeah. doing something out of a film—that
2: is out of a film. That's yeah. amazing. A mate of mine, friend of the podcast, Chris, was uh-huh. grounded for I think six months at one no. point, and it was upheld. Fuck. It was upheld.
0: Yeah, that yeah. explains a lot.
2: For having a party at his house that I organised,
0: <laughs> you should have served half of it.
2: How would I? What I lived in his house. <laughs> The logistics of it made no sense. But he was—he got—he had a lot of respect for serving that six months' time. You know, he was a maverick. And then the night out after that six months.
0: They had to give him another six months. Yeah,
2: yeah, minimum. They chucked yeah. him in juvie. We haven't seen him since. What I get is these film ideas sent to me every now and again. Little prison letters.
0: Yeah, he posts them
2: to you, doesn't he? Yeah, of course. John, Harry, should we do our own film ideas?
0: Yes, please. I would like to go first this week. Okay. This week, I would like to pitch the fact that the uh, president of Nintendo is a man called Doug Bowser. And for those of you who don't know, the three people listening who don't know, Bowser is the bad guy in the Mario franchise. So it's not much of a stretch to imagine. Who doesn't know that? This is Bowser,
2: right? He's done it. He's infiltrated it. Yeah. What you think he's going to pull off the mask and he's going to be Bowser?
0: Yeah, and he... he's going to make a game called Super Bowser Bros.
2: He po- I would love that. He's posted a, <laughs> a tweet where, in the background of the tweet, Mario and Luigi are tied up in a, like in exactly. rope or whatever. You
0: know, we're, ne- we're never going to see a Mario or Luigi game ever again.
2: We might, but they'll be losers.
0: <laughs> Super Bowser cart.
2: I mean, I'm not against this. <laughs> if it legend. means we get another, uh, now this is uh, this is completely geeky. But if it means we get another Warrior Wear game, let him do what he wants. BowserWare. Yeah, but he likes... Oh, because they're in cahoots. Are they they in cahoots? You never see that. But they must be.
0: I saw... This is ages ago. This is probably even, like, before... Maybe it was a tweet or maybe it was, like, something on, like, bloody Imager or something. But (laughs) something that I saw that really made me laugh, and whenever anyone talks about Mario characters, I can't unthink it, Mm -hmm. is that if Sonic was a Nintendo game, the baddie would be called Wah Sonic.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny.
0: And I mean, that's better than the film I did. But yeah, basically, rips off his suit at some point, reveals he's Bowser. Turns out every single Nintendo game for the next 20 years is just a very... Even, not even Mario games anymore. So we're and Nintendo
2: becomes fundamentally evil.
0: The, the, the legend of Bowser, Ocarina of Bowser.
2: Of baby Bowser.
0: <laughs> yeah. What other Nintendo games are? Metroid Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, yeah, I think as a, as a player, I think it's going to be great. Morally, it's probably less, less cool.
2: Who, yeah but Bowser hasn't got morals exactly he kidnaps women it's true mm, maybe is he going to do that that's less fun
0: wait real life Bowser is going to start kidnapping real life princesses
2: yeah as long as they're called Peach
0: <laughs> oh that's fine yeah so
2: only the princess
0: of Norway is to worry
2: is that what she's called
0: no it's good though it's a good idea though isn't it maybe we yeah, should it change it'd be worrying name. if
2: there was a CEO called Bowser and a <laughs> princess Peach out in the world I started to think that maybe reality wasn't all it was cracked <laughs> up to be
0: you've been like the um
2: the, the lines at the streams of cross or something yeah yeah and i'm out there in a mario game somewhere
0: <laughs> as a goomba
2: oh mate what do you want to be you think more of me than that don't you
0: what would you like to be a little toad i envisage you as more of a bird birdo character or whatever that guy's called the pink yoshi with the big beak anyway
2: oh, i like that yeah
0: what's your idea joe
2: yoshi's sexy friend that's
0: your film idea,
2: <laughs> Yoshi's sexy. yeah. It's a bit of a coincidence, but I've actually got written <laughs> here Yoshi's sexy friend. <laughs> uh, my film idea from me is four weddings and a death at a funeral.
0: Death at a funeral—that's the thing.
2: It's a film, yeah. But I think it's based. It's like an old film that's been remade and stuff, yeah. And I- four weddings. So these four weddings happen at a funeral, and here's what I'm thinking:
0: the weddings happen at a funeral.
2: Four weddings and a death at a funeral. Oh, right. It's the film title. Yeah, it's pretty clever. Basically, this person has died. It's their funeral. And everyone wants wants in on the will. And so people are marrying into this family. But they have to do it on the day of the funeral. Uh, First one to get married claims the will.
0: Oh, sick.
2: Yeah. And then you realize that on the day. So they have to, all four of them, it's like an apprentice task. Have to assemble a wedding in super fast time and prove it's happening. So they decide to have it in the same place as the funeral. And then they can claim the fortune. But each one is trying to jeopardize the other one's wedding.
0: I mean, it sounds like an excellent bit of reality TV. Sounds like a good film, doesn't Put it? Put it on an island. Yeah, I know one. Is is the coffin made out of chocolate?
2: <laughs> uh, don't find that out <laughs> at a funeral. A bit of advice: if you're going to an open, open casket funeral soon. Very sorry to hear that. Don't bite the coffin. <laughs> don't whatever you. You'll be thinking about it now. Don't bite the coffin.
0: Who would be better? Oh,
2: at but when dis- carrying the but coffin. But think about it: when it disappears into those flames, lovely bit of fondue
0: who would be better at carrying the coffin Neymar or a hundred children <laughs> uh,
2: and I think that brings us to the end of the podcast and we know it's the end of the show because there's a knock 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 at the studio door and entering well we're not sure it could be one of two <laughs> um, people entering the I can hear the, the, the
0: hundreds of tiny footsteps
2: of Neymar <phone rings> There we go, John. Hello. That was a good podcast, I thought. Yeah, I enjoyed it. There were thrills, there were spills, <laughs> there were gaffs, there were guffs, there were... It was the breathing that we did. It was that breathing exercise. I feel quite... Do you feel energised by oh, it? I'm off my nut on You're, you're shaking in your seat. <laughs> on, on, on air. Um, the story of poo on my hand. Oh, yeah. I went and did the stadium tour of Barcelona. Yeah. They're a football team, John. <laughs> One of the most impressive stadiums in world football. And I'm walking, it's a it's a big tour, right? I've done a tour of Cholton, my team. Yeah. There's not an awful lot to see on that tour. Yeah. But the Barcelona tour, you go into the trophy room, you know, fucking hell, it's like 200 metres long or something. <laughs> so you're in this for quite a long time. And look, I had to do a poo. Uh, it's only natural. Yeah, well, That's fine. Yep. Yeah. You know? You didn't back then. delicious tapas. Back then, my metabolism <sighs> it was one of the best around, I think. <laughs> Honestly, I think it was one of the best. I think for a short period, I was in probably the top 5% metabolisms in the UK. Oh, Mm. yeah. I was just, I was basically pooing stuff out before I'd even eat it. (laughs) Anyway, I had to go. So I went to a loo in the new camp. Mm. And it was kind of like on the concourse between the tour and the stadium and the stand. Uh, And I'm in there, do my business, great. Had a lovely time. Ready to return to the tour. Can't wait. Mm. Got my mate waiting for me. Look to the loo roll holder. Nada. Zilch. One of the richest, biggest football teams in world football. Mm. Not even checking in the Lou roll situation.
0: How do you make a million, eh?
2: Cutbacks. No, <laughs> what is the thing? You can't get rich by being
0: frugal. By spending frugal. too much on charming.
2: No, there, someone says that you can't get rich by not spending money. So, it's oh, like a famous thing. You won't become a millionaire by... I thought
0: it was count the pennies and the pounds. Nah, of, but that's, uh, the, apparently You that's, should go the opposite.
2: No, you shouldn't spend, spend the loads, pounds. But the idea is that, like, worrying about money isn't how you become rich. I oh, Fine. Anyway, I mean, this isn't what this this podcast is. is. It's mostly about poo. Um, (laughs) And I look, and there's no loo roll. I'm thinking shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm literally thinking shit. What am I going to do about this shit? And there's people in the loo. I can Mm -hmm. hear them hustling and bustling, using the urinal, you know, checking themselves out in the mirror, carefree. Eventually they go and it's empty. I think to myself, right, there's another cubicle next to this one. I'm going to go for it. So when the coast is clear, Mm -hmm. I open the door. And I scuttle around to the other cubicle with the trousers around my ankles. Wow. Knob out. No way. No, no, fully knob out. And I get in. I sit down. And I, like, I breathe the biggest sigh of relief because it was pretty nerve-wracking at that point. I can imagine. Sit down. This like, is yes, a film. I did it. Looked. No Leroy in that cubicle either. <sighs> yeah. And as I mentioned earlier, the new James Bond film is called Shatterhand. There we go. So there you go.
1: Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.